Welcome to the Let's Get Sensory podcast. My name is Kelsey and I'm an occupational therapist, sensory specialist, and ADHD. -er. If you're looking to up-level you and your kids' lives by learning how to live a sensory lifestyle to help with attention, anxiety, hyperactivity, and impulsivity, then you've come to the right place. So here we go. Let's get sensory. Welcome to our three-day summer sensory challenge. I am so excited. So I kind of last minute decided to put this together, which I'm really, really excited about. So last week, if you're with me for the Sensory Reset webinar, I ended up having to cut out a lot of material because I didn't want to make it too long. So then I had the idea, like, I really want to share this with you guys. So let me divide this up, make it a three-day challenge. So it's going to be pretty much just 15 minutes, like around 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. I'm going to try to get you guys in and out of just like quick sensory mini lessons that are like quick, but like super, super powerful. And there's going to be a little activity at the end that you can implement each day, some activities that you can hopefully just use, add into your summer routine and just add into your everyday routine, sensory lifestyle. Um, so something I talk a lot about and talked a lot about in the last Sensory Reset webinar is just how powerful sensory therapy is and specifically sensory lifestyles. So really taking sensory therapy and making it a lifestyle. And then also talked about just how sensory lifestyles are not just for sensory kids, but so, so, so beneficial for everyone. So something that I talk a lot about in my stories from time to time is just how self-care, like what do you guys do for self-care? And so even when I ask this in my stories, a lot of the answers will be like spending time outside, spending out time outside in nature, um, alone time, maybe like taking a bath, exercising. So like all of these different things are really components of sensory therapy. They're all sensory friendly activities. So like exercising, that's all about proprioceptive, like vestibular strengthening, alone time, that's just a version of a sensory break whenever you take alone time. I don't know if anybody else does this, but like one of my favorite things that feels so, so, so good is just like, um, if I'm driving anywhere, like the five minutes when I get somewhere or I get back home, I just like sit in the car for just a second it just feels good to decompress have that sensory break or even just like being in the bathroom sometimes it just feels weird that it like you know is so calming to just have that sensory break in the bathroom and so anyways what i'm trying to say is like all of these self-care activities that so many of us do um and that like the world is just like focusing on like meditation yoga you know sports massages there's even like sensory deprivation float tanks like all of these are like components of sensory therapy and they're like sensory strengthening but really sensory therapy once we learn sensory therapy and how to really make it a lifestyle it's like that's where it takes it to that next level like we get even deeper when we are able to really understand what our sensory needs are like which of these self-care activities like we really need to help strengthen our nervous system and then we just learn even more tools to kind of add in our like nervous system toolbox to help us not just our kids but to help us regulate so really quickly I want to do something that you guys really enjoyed last session or the last sensory reset. Sorry, OT. I'm sens say session for everything. 
but something that y'all really enjoyed was that sensory check-in that we did. So we're just gonna do another sensory check-in, except this one is going to be a little different. So if you are not driving, if you're not working, we're just gonna take two minutes to just kind of slow down our nervous system, slow down my nervous system. So if you can, just close your eyes really quick and just take a couple deep breaths. Just the biggest breaths that you've taken all day and just kind of check in with your nervous system and just send your nervous system some love, some gratitude, and just keep on taking those deep breaths. Pay attention to your breathing. Do you feel any tension in your breathing, any tension in your body, maybe any tension in your shoulders? feel any tension in your neck. A lot of us keep a lot of tension in our neck, any tension in our jaw. And so next let's do a couple just deep pressure stretches. So just gently kind of roll your head around in a circle to stretch our neck, send some deep pressure to our neck, send some love to our spine, which is such an important part of our nervous system, our central nervous system. So send some love and then reverse, go the opposite direction. Keep on sending some love to your spine and your nervous system. Next, we're gonna release some of the tension in our shoulders. So just gently roll your shoulders in a circle. Release all that tension, that stress from the day and gently roll it the opposite direction. And just lastly, now we're gonna do some deep pressure squeezes. So just kind of squeeze your arms up and down. For my kids, I call these hand hugs. Just give yourself some deep pressure squeezes, maybe on your neck, on your shoulders, just all over. And you can gently open back up your eyes. So what we did, what made that sensory check-in a little bit different is that was kind of a deep pressure meditation. So that was more of like a proprioception, body awareness meditation. And so today what we're going to be talking about is a deep pressure and why it is so, so, so important. But I know you're probably like, Kelsey, you already know this. You talk about this all the time. But no, I promise you at the end of these like next 10 minutes, you're going to see deep pressure very, very differently, like completely differently. And I'm going to talk about the top three mistakes that I see that people make with deep pressure that I see, you know, everyone make, lots and lots of people make, even therapists make th these mistakes. So I have three reasons why deep pressure is vital. And I'm going to also talk about the right way to really incorporate deep pressure for really like the maximum effect. So my first reason, so did you notice just now in that sensory check-in, like when we were doing those deep pressure squeezes and like the deep pressure stretches, like how aware of our bodies, our body and our body parts that we were. So this is so, so, so calming to our nervous system. And I'm going to explain why, because this is going to make a lot more sense after I explain why. So one example that I love to use for this is that like a phone example. So especially any other ADHDers in this um, in this live with me right now, you'll especially resonate with this. But like, you know that feeling of when you can't find your phone or like you can't find your keys, like you know it's there somewhere, but you just can't find it. And so that little feeling of like panic, 
And then when you find it, just that feeling of relief when, when you're just like, oh, that's where, like, there they are. And that just like feeling with re- feeling of relief. And so the same for our kids, maybe after we haven't seen them in a little while and we get to see them, just that feeling of relief and comfort when we finally see them, we know they're safe. So this is the same thing for our nervous system. So our body parts is really part of our peripheral nervous system. So when we give our body that deep pressure, it's pretty much like that feeling of when we find our phone or when we, you know, find our keys that we lost. It's like our nervous system is like, okay, my body's right here. Like I feel it. So like do this with me because this will make a lot more sense too, um, especially for my kinesthetic learners or that learn by doing something. So like right now, just kind of give some mental attention to your hands. So like don't move them, but just like kind of be aware of them. So now kind of wiggle them and now squeeze them, like squeeze your hand and notice just how like extremely aware of your hand you are when we give that deep pressure that provides like that top optimal like body awareness, which is so, so, so important in a sensory lifestyle. And so if you think about it, like how that helps our nervous system feel secure by like getting all that deep pressure. So if you think when we're not secure, that means that we are more likely in that stress state. So there's like secure, the opposite of secure is stress. So like more in that fight or flight or freeze state. And so this is just one of the reasons why I talk about deep pressure all the time. Other OTs talk about deep pressure all the time. Just like everybody, all therapists, everyone just like won't stop talking about deep pressure. So I have another reason. And then like all of them are like, I feel like really, really good, but stay tuned for the third one because that's my favorite. But so the third or the second reason why deep pressure is vital. So first we have to talk about something that I've talked a lot about before, but I really want to dive into more. And that's how ADHD symptoms are widely influenced by sensory processing disorder. So if you give me any ADHD symptom, I will tie it back to sensory processing disorder or to our senses and our nervous system. So just like, for example, what happens when our senses aren't working smoothly? Like they're not working at its like full capacity. So what happens is like our visual sense. So if you think just our visual sense, you know, we aren't able to like fully block out all any visual distractions around us or even just like visually focusing on something. Um, like it's harder for us to visually focus on something, which is why for ADHD is like, it's easy for us to focus on something that we're very motivated, very passionate about, but where it gets trickier are those things that are like, we're not as motivated. So just like, it's harder for us to really visually focus. And so then auditory sense, same thing. It's like, it's harder for us to block out all of that background noises around us, or it make our senses might, you know, make certain sounds sound even less louder than they actually are. And so like more distracting. So same thing with like impulsivity, hyperactivity, we have a movement senses and it all just like relates back to our senses and our nervous system. And so deep pressure comes in. This is reason number two, why deep pressure is vital. Deep pressure relates to all of this because it helps us better process all of the sensory input coming in. So in a sense, it's like medicine to our senses that kind of helps it get running more smoothly and helps get the senses like working more smoothly. And so like another example that I like to use is just like, it's kind of like a police that like comes, comes in and just like kind of gets our senses and nervous system just like back in order, um, just like running more smoothly. 
And so first, this we're going to talk about the first number one mistake that I see people make when it comes to deep pressure, and that is only using it for sensory seekers, because this is so false. All sensory kids need deep pressure, need it. Like it's so, so, so important. Like just hearing those last two reasons that I've shared, and especially the last one coming up, like it is so, so, so important. And the second mistake that I see is only giving kids deep pressure when they are hyper. So like in classrooms, I'll see this a lot. Like a child is having, you know, difficulty sitting still and then like using deep pressure in those moments. So why it's so important and why it's it's helpful, yes, to give deep pressure into those situations, but it is more effective to just add it intermittently and to use it more preventative measure rather than like treating, if that makes sense. So like think about getting a hug when you're anxious versus getting a hug when you're calm. So like if you think about when you get a hug when you're calm, it's a lot more calming compared to if you get a hug when you're anxious. You're like, no, I don't want that hug. That's not, that doesn't do anything. Sometimes it might do a little bit, but you know, like the hugs when we're calm, it's more impactive, it's more effective. And so just to review those two big mistakes that I see, one, only thinking that sensory or deep pressure is for sensory seekers, and then two, only giving deep pressure to kids when they're hyper. And so and yes, exactly. Proactive, not just reactive. Perfectly said. Um, so just let me know if this is clicking for you, if this is all making sense. I know my thoughts can get jumbled all sometimes. So if you need me to clarify something, just let me know. Um, and so reason number three, one of my favorites, and I just love this explanation coming up. So reason number three, why deep pressure is vital. Think about how we come into the world, how we spend the first nine months of our life just in the womb, just surrounded by all that deep pressure, surrounded by so much deep pressure. That is literally how we come into this world. And it's just like, and then we go on to just continually crave that deep pressure, whether it is sucking on our thumb, having that oral deep pressure, pacifiers, or skin to skin. Think about how beneficial that skin to skin time is. Once again, just having that deep pressure, that proprioceptive input, hugs, cuddling, massages, even just sitting on a couch, like that deep pressure feels so good or like laying in the bed. I know that's one of my personal favorite deep pressure methods is just like laying on the bed and decompressing. Like think about the deep pressure that you get when you're like laying in a bed compared to sitting in those uncomfortable school chairs or school chairs, which it just blows my mind that they have to sit in the school chairs like all day long. Cause I feel like, okay, I'm getting off tangent, but like so, so, so important. And so just that reason number three is just like that deep pressure from the beginning. It is vital to our systems. It helps us feel secure. Like imagine being in the womb, how safe and secure you felt in there. And so um, even just thinking back to like my routine and just like want to add in there that this just isn't for sensory kids. This is for everybody. I add deep pressure intermittently throughout my routine, whether it's doing stretches in the morning and before I go to bed, even right before this, I was like laying on the ground with my legs against the wall for a little inversion, deep pressure. 
in just like doing exercises, um, doing weightlifting. That's a lot of like really good or even boxing and just different things, all of that deep pressure, just adding it through, which brings us to the number one mistake that I see, which is the most important. And that is not adding enough deep pressure. So when I say like adding deep pressure and and I like talk about it in my stories, I really mean like add as much deep pressure as you can into like just your daily routine, just like kind of constantly intermittently throughout the day. And there's so quick and easy ways. I know it sounds intimidating at first, but it's really not as intimidating as it sounds. There's quick but powerful ways. And we really just need it to like all we need all of that deep pressure just like constantly throughout the day, and especially sensory kids for the three reasons. So like the second one, just to help our senses better process all of the sensory input coming in. And then like the first, um, the first reason, which was, um, it helps us be more aware of our body, which, you know, helps our nervous system feel secure. So it's really just so, so, so important. Which brings us to our day one challenge. So I have an activity challenge for you guys, and that is to do at least seven deep pressure activities today, even though it's 3 p.m. or I don't know what time it is where you are. But for some of you, it might be later. I promise you it is easier than it sounds. And, you know, if you want some extra credit, you know, do more than seven. Do as many as you can. And so, like, even in my, like, even, like, my short 30-minute OT sessions, I add way more than seven deep pressure activities in. So I just want to show you how easy it is to really start adding deep pressure into your daily routine. And so um, I'm going to give you guys the link. You'll actually be able to go just to the links in my bio, click on the sensory challenge, and then you'll have like a list of deep pressure activities that you can pick and choose from. But also I have some special news for you guys today. So if you enroll and register for my online course, Sensory Life Academy, you will get my ultimate deep pressure library, which is like I am obsessed with. It's just like 16 pages with all of my like favorite deep pressure activities, deep pressure items, you will get all, there's even much my favorite sensory items in there for kids, also for adults. Like I put everything into this ultimate deep pressure library. So if you register by midnight, you will get that special bonus. So if you're not familiar with Sensory Life Academy, that is my three month program where I work one-on-one with parents and just make sensory, creating a sensory lifestyle, and I make sensory education easy. I take you step by step to guide you how to support your child's ADHD and just really guide you and talk you through and walk you through how to help your child's hyperactivity, your meltdowns, your picky eating, sleeping, attention, self-esteem, just like any sensory challenge or any sensory thing, anything that's going on, I'm going to walk you through it and how to support. And so really inside of this program, I was just really focused on making this easy, making it practical. So it's made for a very busy schedule and then also making it fun because I know, especially being ADHD, I need some help. You know, it's got to be fun and interesting for me to focus. And so inside, along with giving you that one-on-one support, There's going to be coaching calls to really just guide you through. There's going to be a Facebook community where we can all kind of learn from each other and support one another. I'm going to have just a lot of different sensory tools that you can pick and choose from. 
So you can pick and choose like what works best for your child, what works best for your routine, for your lifestyle. So like there's like 10 minute sensory exercises that I personalize for you and for your child that you can do on a daily basis. There's weekly therapy activities that you can pick and choose from. There's therapeutic music that you can um, just play in the background for your child, sensory meditations, and just all of these different sensory tools that you can use and come back to time and time again, that you can use, you know, for the rest of your lifestyle and even for yourself personally, because another part of the program, actually half of the program is also emotional and nervous system support for parents to do alongside their child. So if you sign up for today, you're going to get to that ultimate deep pressure library. And I hope you guys enjoyed day one of our summer sensory challenge. Get excited for day two and day three because it's going to get better and better. And so I will see you guys tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.